This is Sharpria Shine, and welcome back to Max Out Girl. Happy Wednesday, girl. So I'm so excited to be back on the podcast so you guys can hear me, so I can vibe with you guys. I'm just so excited to talk about this week's topic. So last week, I started the Single Woman Chronicle series. Today is part two. So last week, I talked about the pressure to get married. So as some of you guys know, like I'm doing my first stage play, Single Woman Chronicles, October 23rd in the Chicagoland area. And so we're talking about some themes that I'm discussing in this play. Last week was the pressure to get married. This week, I want to talk about I'm no damsel in distress. Woo! Come on now. So basically, one of the major themes in the play, one of the characters always says, I'm no damsel in distress. And if you follow my single and satisfied movement, that's a theme that I personally carry myself, a mantra that I always carried when I was single and still, you know, even being a newlywed. And so I kind of just want to talk about that perspective of I'm no damsel in distress. And sometimes we grow up with the perspective of our fairy tale ending, right? Our knight in shining armor coming and rescuing us, right? Or our prince charming rescuing us from our mundane ordinary life, right? We're waiting for our Boaz, as Ruth did, you know, to come and save the day. We're, we're trying to be that Proverbs 31 woman, the ultimate woman for our God, our king, right? Uh, the men of God that he sends for us. And sometimes in that perspective of growing up and seeing these fairy tales, or even the perspective of finding your Boaz or your Boaz finding you, or we can get caught up in this fairy tale that our life isn't complete or the, you know, misinformation or, you know, the non-reality that our life isn't complete until we have that knight in shining armor, that Prince Charming or our king to find us. We're not a queen until then. And so I just remember growing up and all the movies that we watched, Cinderella, uh, Beauty and the Beast, you know, you just always have all of these love stories, Snow White. I mean, the list can go on and on about these fairy tales. And again, girl, I love a good fairy tale and I love happy endings and I absolutely adore romantic comedies. I I completely uh, like binge watched those (laughs) in my singleness and it's hilarious because me and my husband even watch romantic comedies together now. We both like them. But sometimes I think we can get so caught up in these realities that we're expecting life to always be like this. And we're expecting our reality to be like, you know, our Prince Charming is going to rescue us when we meet that special someone. Everything's going to be perfect, blah, 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 which is not the case, right? But also just something to consider the whole no damsel in distress is there is nothing wrong. Like this is just my whole point in it. There is nothing wrong with desiring marriage or companionship. That's okay. God created it. It's totally fine. And we don't have to feel guilty or you don't have to feel like you're less than a woman if you feel like you desire that. Because some women want to be like, I'm no damsel in distress. I don't need a man, whatever, you know, and it's like, you're right. You don't need a man, but if you desire it, it is okay. And it is okay to be a strong woman and be feminine and soft at times and vulnerable at times too. And I had to learn that. My personality is really strong and I totally had that I don't need a man. I'm no damsel in distress attitude. However, I have to soften up. It's like, yes, I am no damsel in distress. However, it's okay for me to let my guard down and to let a godly man into my life and let him know that, you know, yes, I don't necessarily have to have you, but I want you in my life, right? I don't need you to survive, but I desire you. And that is totally okay. So not being a damsel in distress is 
the whole point of you're not going to live like a damsel in distress until a man finds you. God did not create you to be that way or to be sad. What was me, honey, until some man comes into your life? He is not your savior. And I feel like we need to, you know, nothing wrong with the fairy tales, but that's not real life. He's not your savior. Okay, and again, I always say he can add love, companionship, joy, friendship, uh, all these things, so many beautiful things into your life as marriage does, but he can't complete you and you will not be able to complete him. We are complete in our creator and the faster we know that and we get to knowing our identity and our creator and really falling in love with him first and foremost and realizing our value just because he created us, not because a man wants us or doesn't want us, when we truly start to learn our value, our value will become less about our relationship status. And we just really have to learn who we are in Christ, learn the beauty that we have in us, learn that we have purpose without another human being ever being in our lives. Again, Yes, when you get married, if that's your desire, there's purpose in your marriage and God has a purpose for you too, right? But there's still an individuality there. There's still individual purpose that God has given you or things that he's put just in you and that's okay and that's something to consider. But I just want to encourage you if you're single to not hold your breath for that day that you get married. Like, And I wrote in my Single and Satisfied book, um, I said, what if I'm just waiting for that moment to get married and I never get married and I just waited and waited and waited just to start living? Because at one point in my life, I was like, I'll travel when I get married with my husband. That'll be so nice. Oh, we'll do this. We'll do that. We'll do that. And I'm like, hold on. Why am I holding my breath for that moment? Live now. God doesn't want you to wait to live. He gave me life right now in the season that I'm in. So I had to recognize that, hey, girl, max out your single season. I had to realize, like, go on trips, start your bucket list, do some things you want to do. Don't wait for that man to come. And then what if that man doesn't even like the stuff that you wanted to do? Girl, you best to go have fun and live your life and not be waiting. And so that was just something that is so important to me to really share with women that, don't live like a damsel in distress. Like, oh, I don't have any money. Hopefully my husband is rich. Hopefully he's good with money because I suck. Oh man, I don't get to travel. Hopefully my husband will take me somewhere. When I date somebody, now I got a bae too. I could post on Instagram. Girl, you better post by yourself. Forget bae. Girl, like go on them vacations. If you got to go by yourself, if you go with your girls, like your family, whatever. But like, don't wait for that because then you're going to be disappointed because he ain't going to be perfect. If you wait on the Lord, he will be amazing. Yes, but we're not perfect. They won't be perfect. You know, it's just life. But you have to just find that wholeness within your own self, within God and within your own life. And the whole damsel in distress, who it gets old after a while, like to be like, man, I'm still single and woe is me. And I get it. The emotions are there, the loneliness, the sadness, sometimes the disappointment, the lack of a relationship that you really want. I've been there, done that. I get it. So I'm not making light of it. It can be tough. And I understand that. However, you know, I think sometimes we just have to, you know, really push ourselves to get closer to God and to really create the life that we don't feel like we need rescuing from. Surround yourself with other amazing people. Get involved in groups and get involved in organizations and church and volunteer things and start your own stuff and go out and be social. And Or if you don't want to go out, invite friends over your house, start a book club, start a movie night. Like, it is stuff to do, girl. Like, you have to get creative. And that, that for me, was one thing that I struggled with. I'm social, but I felt like, as a Christian woman, there wasn't a bunch I could do or go. Because I, I wasn't clubbing. Like, no, I was living for God. That I wasn't doing all that so it's like what lord now like what can i do like i was bored i wasn't living in a big city but i was like okay 
I got to create some stuff for myself. I had to get creative. I had to start a singles group. I had to start like fun little like um, date nights with us girls, just like dressing up and doing stuff like creating theme nights and just having fun, like living my best life. Because I'm like, girl, I'm not about to sit here feeling like I need rescuing. Because then the man comes in your life like that white, white knight on a horse, right? And then you get disappointed because you like, I thought you was going to rescue me. I thought you was going to fix all my problems, right all my wrongs. And then he's like, girl, I'm not your savior. Like, I'm human too. Like, how am I going to do that? Yeah, I can, you know, be a blessing to your life, but don't have unrealistic, you know, fairy tale expectations and then get disappointed like you don't want to put all that pressure on your future husband you just don't and again girl have high standards that is not what i'm saying like i'm the queen of standards however it's so important to take your standards and even your expectations to the lord in prayer and because sometimes we can be very unrealistic like me my husband spoiled me so so much in our courtship and even in our marriage but it's like I can't expect him 24-7, like, every single thing that he did when we were courting or dating to do that all the time. Like, life gets real sometimes. And sometimes you're just in the hustle and bustle of life. And yet, it is important to cultivate your marriage and to sow into your marriage and to sow into each other and to have date nights, buy flowers, do the things that each other likes. But sometimes in the trenches, you got to give your husband grace and just, like, he, he, you're going to need grace too because, like, you're, you're dealing with life. And so it is a balance and it is a delicate dance. But I feel like when you wait on God, like you, you will be so happy that you chose to like do the dance of life with this person. Like you wouldn't want it any other way. And that doesn't mean you won't have your challenges, that you won't have your moments because you will. But you'd have that with anybody you marry because you're not perfect and he's not. It's two imperfect people trying to create a beautiful life together and that's always going to be a challenge it's two people two different backgrounds two different mindsets two different wills two different personalities oh my god the list goes on and on and on so you just want to be mindful of that and so for us in our marriage what we you know I'm such a fairy tale type person you know my husband's like well you gotta create we have to create that for ourselves and I'm, I'm very big on that and it is so true you have to create the atmosphere you want and I did a blog a long time ago about how to, you know, glamorize your life. At, I think it was like 10 tips to add glamour to your life. There were so little simple things, but it was little cute things like when you, in the morning, drink your orange juice, put it in a champagne glass, um, put candles around your bath, put a, make yourself a bubble bath, put on relaxing music. It was just simple things were uh, something laced and cute with uh, pearls at night. And you could be single. I was single doing this stuff. I'm like, I'm going to be cute for myself. It made me feel good. Like, I didn't have to wait for a man to be cute and it was just like little simple things to add glamour it was like get all dressed up and take yourself out and it was just things just to make yourself feel good create that atmosphere for yourself of fun of glamour of dates just enjoying life and sometimes you have to do that alone and sometimes you know you can um ask god to bring godly people into your life like-minded people fun people into your life that you can do life with and because that is important and if you don't know any single friends, join our Facebook, look, shameless plug, our single satisfied Facebook group, like look in there, see who's members and like see who you have stuff in common with. Go on their Facebook page, search them out, see if they live close to you, uh, build some relationships, some friendships, build it with your local church, uh, maybe where you work or maybe look online and find some local groups. Like there's so many networking groups nowadays and you can find them on social media and with the internet, like we have no excuses, but 
we make them sometimes. <laughs> we do. We, we are, well, we're lonely. We don't have anybody to hang out with. It's like you have to get out of yourself and go find what you need. And that's what no damn when the stress is. You're not just sitting back, well, it's me. You're like, okay, I need more social life. Okay, I'm going to maybe join a salsa class and meet some ladies and have some fun or a Zumba class or a fitness gym or I'm going to join a book club or I'm going to start a book club or start a girls' night out or whatever it might be. Or I'm going to join something at church. Or I'm going to volunteer for a group. You're like, I'm going to change it. And I'm going to be honest, that's something that I have been good at when I was single is that recognizing what I need. Like, I'm like, I'm so bored. Oh my God, I'm so bored. I'm getting distracted. I'm feeling lonely. I go find what I needed, you know, things to fill my life with joy and, you know, happiness and fun and adventure. And you have to take your life in your own hands. You can't, you know, you can't even expect God to do that. He's given you power and authority. He's given you a mind and a will and a brain, right? And so it's like, Create that life that you desire, and it takes time, but you can do it. So, girl, you are no damsel in distress and never settle for less. Like, do not settle for less out of loneliness or because you're getting older or because you think it's not going to happen for you or it's no godly good men out there, so I'm just going to take that one. He's decent. Girl, no. Don't do it. You're going to regret it. I'm so glad I waited. Y'all, I tried with some counterfeits. I tried, but I was like, okay, Lord. This ain't working. And girl, it wasn't working. I, I was trying to just piece it all together. It was failing, but I was in denial until it crashed and burned. I'm like, okay, Lord, Jesus, I put this down at your feet. I cannot do this anymore. And I just had to be real and just sit my little self down somewhere and seek God and create a life that I loved as a single woman and just wait it, right? But I was waiting, but not waiting. Like I wasn't holding my breath like, oh my God, please send him, please send him. Girl, no, I'm living my life. And then I didn't even care about marriage after a while. And then as soon as my husband came in my life, right before my heart started opening up to the possibility of companionship. And I'm like, wow. And then he came into my life. Again, it wasn't a super fast process for me. It was years. But for some people, it was. And, and that's okay. Everybody's love story is different. But the main thing is finding wholeness in Christ. Um, healing from your past, learning to love yourself, being comfortable in your skin as a single woman, right? And just creating a life that you do not feel like you need a man to come in and fix or rescue you from because you are no damsel in distress. So girl, like, I hope that I said something that, you know, just encouraged you a little bit because I understand that the single season can be discouraging at times. I get it. Been there. But I always say you rather just deal with the loneliness or whatever season you're dealing with the struggle of being single than to marry someone that's not right for you and be married, married and miserable. You, you don't want to find yourself in that situation. You know, marriage can be a challenge enough because, like I say, it's two people coming together that are different, very different. However, you don't want to, you know, throw in the mix. You're not even equally yoked or there were warning signs that you ignored or you just rushed it because you were getting older or because people were pressing you to get married. Girl, no, please don't do that. You will be miserable. So you want to wait on the Lord. You want to seek wise counsel. You want to get to know someone. You want to see if you're equally yoked spiritually first but yeah naturally so too you guys might hate everything that each other likes and, and that's not cool opposites can attract but you know a lot of times as personality style you want to be with someone that you have something in common with them otherwise you're not gonna have a fun life with this person if you don't have not at least one thing that you enjoy to do together right like maybe one person likes sports the other person hates sports but you compromise and watch sports with them sometimes but maybe you both like to read together i don't know you gotta have something in common because it's a long life to live together if you have nothing at all that you like to do or nothing in common so 
keep those things in mind. So as I said earlier, Single Woman Chronicles, the stage play, so excited. Man, if you are in the area or close where you can drive in, it's going to be a fun night. October 23rd, 2 p.m. Central Time. Uh, To get tickets, you can go to sharpria.com slash SWC, the stage play. That's sharpria.com slash SWC, the stage play. Uh, For books and other information and things that I have going on, you can go to sharpria.com. Again, you can follow me on social media at Sharpria Shine at Sharbria Music and Max Out Girl. Yes, girl, max it out. And you can go to my YouTube channels if you want more inspiration, Sharbria Shine, or if you want music, Sharbria Music. And I think that's about it. Um, if you're in the Fort Wayne area, we have our single woman empowerment, woo-woo, September 12th. That is also at Sharbria.com. Man, that's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. Uh, me, uh, my husband, and another speaker, Ty Crane, is speaking, and we're just so excited. The theme is Pretty in Pink. Yes, girl, yes, Pretty in Pink. I'm so excited about that it's at uh, a divine encounter cafe in fort wayne indiana it's gonna be food there i'm super excited because y'all the menu sounds really yummy so i'm really excited about it they even have vegan option well you have to order side sidebar but i'm excited about it because i heard it's really yummy we're gonna have a good time and we have some other empowerments coming up soon so just keep watch to sharpria.com and my social media pages and i'll keep you guys informed as usual and if you want to win two free tickets to single woman chronicles all you got to do girl for your chance to win is post a pic of you in a black dress your little black dress hashtag use hashtag lbd hashtag swc the stage play tag two of your besties and we will be choosing next week you will win two free tickets to single woman chronicles so you don't want to miss it again so again i think that's it yep i think i said everything and as always i hope i said something that encouraged you inspired you and elevated your thinking and always remember to max out girl this is sharbria shine and i will talk to you next time bye